Okay. Hey, Trish. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing good. I'm full of Taco Bell and it's my day off and I've already gotten so much shit done and I booked my flights to Vancouver. So yeah, it's a good day. Woohoo. It's a great day. Yeah. Flying to the city that I hate so much. <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna go see a great show, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Alegria. Yep. Very excited. That should be fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. So flights are the first part because like they're going up fast. So I gotta book yeah, that shit while it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, gotta book that shit while it's cheap. How are you? What's going on? I am good. I'm running on what two hours of sleep, two hours and a half. Super fun. It, it's just one of those days where you got to do so much stuff. Like there's no choice but to tr- do it and then try to uh, crap out early. Fair enough. I was up at my usual time today, but it's also because it's not my usual day off. So I think that had something to do with it. That, yeah, but so far it sounds like you've got quite a bit accomplished. Oh yeah, I've gotten a fuck ton of shit done today. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> someone argued That's too it. much. Uh, well, I'd rather get too much done than enjoy your next day off. Just chilling with the hubby. Yeah, that'll be in a few days, but uh, whatever. Um, we do have some drag race to talk about. We do. And we had a pretty good episode this week again. We did. So, uh, we'll just, uh, shall we quickly run over last week's episode? Let's, let's. All right. So last week we, they did the Rusical Mulan Rue. And uh, they said Georges was her face was disconnected with her body, and Bosco could have made it bigger. Uh, Camden was just fucking amazing, and she won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had Georges and Bosco lip sync, and Georges was safe; she was allowed to stay. And Bosco had the gold chocolate bar. Yes, finally the gold chocolate bar comes into play and girls are going home. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like we're gonna I feel like there might be a little bit of a pickup in the pace this episode. Um so we the girls walk back into the workroom with no lipstick message. And Deja made some comment about the fact that the gold bar is out of play and now immunity is not gonna be Available, which like is it really immunity? I would think so. Like in the early um, seasons of Drag Race, at least in like the beginning, like if you wanted the main challenge, like if you were the winner of that week, you would have immunity for the next week. I mean, yeah, no matter gold, how bad you did. The gold chocolate bar doesn't do that though. So like that's why I was like, is it really immunity though? Well, I feel like Deja used the wrong phrasing. Home. Okay, well, what would you call it then? I would call it a save. Okay. 
okay, I think that's actually fair. It's not necessarily immunity because she didn't do well. Yeah, it's a random save. It's a random save. And I love how Bosco's like, the drag gods. This has nothing to do with RuPaul. It's like, really? What was it? They're all like, they, what did she say? Everyone told me to go home. And I didn't. And I think that's really funny. <laughs> Are we getting ahead of ourselves with the max with this week's episode that we're talking about? Oh, not at all. We've we already talked. We're I, I actually uh, have some notes here, and uh, they're they're in order. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I can so- I can attest to the fact that we're on. Uh, track. Then uh, there was Di- I wrote this down because it's funny. Daya made a comment about edging, which is just the gayest. Like it's just so gay. Only on a drag queen show would someone be like, bring up edging. <laughs> and for those that don't know what edging is, care to educate? Uh, edging, I believe, is the action of trying to. Um, hold off of orgasm <laughs> while pleasuring yourself okay <laughs> if you didn't know now you know yeah um, and then Rue comes in and doesn't really th- say much but she does the like um, walk this way no walk this way uh, which uh. Tr- Trish I don't know if you know that's a drag you reference right there Yes, it is. I That's actually a throwback. watched Drag You. That's I unfortunately did as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, it, there was a, a mini challenge with an actual special guest, which was um, Norvina. We had Norvina from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Now, <laughs> of course, the only reason, and everybody knows this, Norvina is a wannabe drag queen. She is fucking beautiful. Oh, she's stunning, but she's a wannabe Fucking drag queen like Michelle Visage. The, she came in painted for the gods. She's like, fuck this. I want the I want and the her unit. Outfit. I want the face. I want the outfit. And her outfit. Oh, I would God. look at her outfit. I'm like, dang, the girls can take some lessons from you. You can tell she came in and she's like, I'm doing drag today. <laughs> oh yeah. And this was, of course was the whole thing to promote the new palette. Which, like, if those are the actual colors, I'm into it. I, that was Those were nice I, colors. The colors are gorgeous. I will say um, Anastasia does have beautiful color palettes for really, eyeshadow. They really do. We're not just, like, shamelessly plugging them for no reason. That was just, like... Also, what what do you think the logistics in making... Because what was that? Like, a 24-shade palette. They had to make those custom paint colors. I know. I was like, so the mini champ... There's, I think it's an actual... North Carolina, they said. This artist drew a mural of Dolly Parton and RuPaul. Yeah. So the mini challenge is they have to recreate that mural. Like they did the pictures up there. They just had to paint them in. So, of course, they did a custom palette off of the Norvina with paint, which that must have been a pretty penny. Right. Like, and like that wasn't like a little, like, it wasn't just like a that gallon wasn't a of little paint, bit of paint. You know what I mean? No. Like that was a few gallons of paint per color. That's what I'm just like. That must have no. been a logistical fucking nightmare. 
And it hurt my soul because the colors are so pretty when they started fucking up the colors. <laughs> That's how every palette looks after you start using it, Trish. You know that. I know, but still, just damn. I know, I know. Um, so the they're told to split into their own teams, and the girls literally split down the fucking the middle. middle. Like straight Pretty down much. the middle. So essentially it's like all of like the color girls versus the Wonder Bread girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I love it. I thought that, that was funny. I love how they just like instantly split down the middle. Like these girls are just like, fuck it. Let's have some fun. Um, honestly, at this point, like what we're on episode 13 or something. So like, yeah, these they're... girls have been hanging out for a long time. Like they've really gotten to know each other. So like, I mean, this mini challenge had to have just been shits and giggles to them. Oh yeah, you could tell like in, uh, it was. It wasn't just like you can kind of tell, like when you know how when you were in school, or or like it doesn't matter what grade. Like you kind and you got in line. You kind of tried to get in line with your best friend or the people you got along with. Always, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was kind of like that. They kind of lined up because they had to line up in front of the wall before they started painting. Like they kind of lined up according to their group, and it's just like okay. Parting of the sea. <laughs> it was super fun. It was super funny. Um, oh, and then we the, find out that the, uh, I'm sorry. My favorite was, comment was Deja saying, "I'm snatching the nose for the gods." While I had, painting I, RuPaul's mural. I had something written down about that. Uh, was there? Do, do you think they were like purposely were like, okay, well, the, the white girls can paint Dolly, and the, the black girls can paint Ru, like the colored girls can paint Ru. That would have been interesting, but I don't think production is, would have did it out that on. Oh, purpose. production is that smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I, I, I will say this: it, it was sense. an interesting look on Ruth's face when he came when they came in. Like, I, I would say it would make sense in terms of like knowing like how to shade the face correctly because you're used to using those colors on your face. That's true. Very, very true. Um, but also, like, I feel like I know painting, like, painting, painting, like a physical painting is different than, like, painting your face. Because when you're, true. like, when you're painting, like, a paint, like, an actual painting, you, like, do, like, the lightest colors and then go in with the darkest colors, right? Yeah. After. So. Which, oh. um, it, there were some choices the made. <laughs> there were very much big choices made. At the end of the day, I I love like RuPaul's face when when he walked in. It was just like you could see the face crack slightly. <laughs> well, you got my wooden teeth right. They both did a good job considering. Um, that's. I would say the Dolly one was actually not bad. It was actually pretty good. Um, the RuPaul one was, I, I'm, I know I'm gonna see I, that in one of my nightmares. I will, I will say the they they both did a good job considering painting is not easy. You're trying to recreate something and it's not like a canvas; it's actual like brick and stuff is difficult. But yeah, Dolly Dolly's mural was a thousand times better. Oh fuck yeah! The RuPaul one looked like that sketchy wish RuPaul ornament. 
forgotten about that. I've finally gotten that out of my nightmares. No. Thank you. No, no. My nightmares are filled with sketchy RuPaul knockoff faces, which is now <laughs> included by this one. <laughs> it's a lovely mural of terrifying faces. For real. Oh my god. Oh my but god. like for real. The face crack and everything. That that mini challenge had like it had the potential to be like to like essentially give RuPaul a boner. But then like it did not. And then I don't know if you saw the meme where it was essentially like RuPaul walks in and sees how they painted her face. It was just like two of you bitches are going home today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's why it was more of a double, because we learned that this was a double elimination. I'm like, okay, somebody must have pissed RuPaul off, and now I know why. Well, I, I honestly, I mean, I think it could have been just coming anyways, because, like, bitch, they fucking saved so many fucking girls. Like, these girls what? are pulling entire horses out of their ass at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, there's been enough things that it makes sense to do a double elimination, but... Oh, fuck yeah. But it, it, it kind of... You have to remember, two to years the- ago, Cornbread the Snack Jeté had to, like, go home because of injury. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I gotta say, though, I kind of love the idea in the back of my mind of they pissed off RuPaul and she goes, all right, two bitches are going home. Man. Um, oh my god, um, true story. Um, because my boss and me talk about drag race amongst other things at work. Well, one of my bosses literally came up and showed me that meme yesterday. I fucking died. It's like, oh my god, the fact that like I just love how like that meme has just like circulated around my life so aggressively, and I'm so happy because it makes me laugh so much that like even at work. Even at work, you think the one place that, like, no one would really know, or that, like, very... Because, like, that's a fucking niche meme, man. Like, you got to be into this shit to know, like, that, like, to have seen that meme particularly. So yeah. for her to be like, oh, my God, I meant to send this to you, but here, look. <laughs> okay. It fucking made my day. Like, oh, so, this episode, so like, from top to bottom was filled with beautiful moments um whether or not they were hilarious for good reasons or not they were funny for the audience <laughs> that is awesome that was perfect like literally that that was like the perfect meme thing oh fuck it was it was beautiful and like we always get a few every season but like I, that's definitely up there for like just like just the irony of what took place in the episode and then like, oh, sorry, you're probably out here and my cats go crazy, guys. They're having a fucking field day because I'm home today. Uh, <laughs> very excited. Uh, sorry. Your daddy's sorry. home. <laughs> Shit. They've been doing it all day. Like literally like since like I woke up at 6.30 in the morning. So like they've been doing it since like probably like eight. So... <laughs> Um, right, so shall, we, shall we get okay, to the so main talent? We find out that it is the roast of Moss Matthews. I mean, <laughs> Moss Matthews. Sorry, that's 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 the title of that's the title of the episode this week. The roast of Ross Matthews. <laughs> yeah. So we always have one roast for I the fucking, past couple of seasons. I love the roast because it's 
especially in like the current like climate we live in for comedy. I love that RuPaul's like, oh. no, we're doing this every season. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I like blast. a good roast. <laughs> I'm just sip sipping on Baja Blast. Sip sipping on Baja. Can you hear it? Yeah. There's it's like an ASMR video. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the one of the perks <laughs> of winning the mini challenge is the the winning team, the team Dolly, gets to pick the order. They go. I... I fucking like that for once it's not one person picking the order or them just like having to bicker over it. I like that it's like there's a group mentality about things because also like if you're not one of the winning girls, now you're like, fuck, there's what, three of these bitches? What if the spot I want is the spot that they want? Yeah. Well, we've, we've <laughs> it's been a season of I'm putting my foot down, bitch. So this should be interesting. But then we have like, so like they ask every like so it's um, Daya, Bosco, and Willow. Daya, Bosco, Daya, Bosco Willow. Willow, Lady Camden, and Lady Camden. So they're the they're the winning team, and they actually ask everyone like you know what position like where's your kind of favorite place. Most girls just give a oh I don't want to go here. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, I'm okay. I think Georges was the only one that said, I'm good going second. Yeah, she said, I want to go second, which, like, I think for that, for her, that was a smart fucking choice because even if the person ahead of you is really funny and you're not, there's enough people after you that you're, like, hopefully forgotten about a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so um, nobody, of course, wanted to open or close it because those are like you set the mood of the roast you end the roast and you gotta be good yeah you gotta they're gonna remember you for fucking sure um this was probably the most democratic fucking decision making process I've ever seen on this show yeah I think they ended up assigning everybody kind of everybody else Everybody and kind they, of got what they wanted here. I think even Bosco what? mentioned, you know, no one can bitch about fucking being thrown under the bus because everyone got what they wanted here. So, yeah, I was just going to say, except first and last, like everybody got what they wanted. And then Bosco was stepped up and like, I'm going to be a team player. I will open the show. And then Cameron was like, I'm going to go with my gut, which is telling me to do this thing that makes me uncomfortable, which is go last and Mm -hmm. yeah like the whole thing was really fucking democratic so I I was I did write down the order Trish (laughs) (laughs) so it was Bosco yeah because I I knew we'd forget (laughs) it was Bosco Georges and then Willow Willow, and Willow was like I'm going after Georges because she's gonna bomb (laughs) which was fucking smart and then we have uh, Angeria number four De- uh, Daya Betty at number Deja. five. Daya Deja. Deja at six. And then Camden and seven. Okay, they close it out. Oh, sorry. So. No, I think Deja and Daya were switched. Sorry. That was my bad. Something like that. So Bosco goes first, and Bosco actually does a good job. Oh, fuck yeah. She fucking decimates. It, she was funny. She, is- she was. Uh, her timing was impeccable 
Yeah, she, she it was one time. of those, and she, she did one of those, like, she knew how to land the joke. Like, she did the, ro- she knew the roast stop, which was set up, punchline, set up, punchline, set up, punchline. Like, yeah. and she was short. She didn't try to put too many in there. Well, I think, what was it? What was the last, there was a comedy challenge in, like, the last season of the season before where, like, what was it that, like, one bitch ran so long that like it cut into other girls' times. Yeah, I don't remember which. Oh, it was Canada's yet. Drag Race. Oh, it was Canada's Drag Race. It was Drag okay. Race Canada. Yeah, it was Canada. It was Drag Race Canada. It was uh, yeah, it was hilarious. It was either Drag Race, yeah, I believe it was Drag Race Canada. And the person was funny, but the problem was they just like. Oh, it was the yeah the roast of Brooklyn Heights. That's what it was. So yeah, Bos- Bosco was short and sweet to the point and did really well. Yeah, she even like gave the room time to like laugh a bit and breathe. It wasn't just like slamming jokes and punchlines down your throat at a rate where you didn't have time to enjoy them. Like it was It was good. It was comfortable to watch. It was. I actually enjoyed watching Bosco's uh, set. She it looked like she had like performed this set at least a dozen times already like it just it just seemed something that was just very natural to her like just she was just up there having a conversation that happened to be degrading every single person that was around her <laughs> yeah and she wasn't yeah she wasn't kind of like oh you're next and you're this like, she was just kind of like set it up and just goes so uh michelle blah blah blah, blah and ross blah, blah blah and just landed the jokes yeah it was, it was good it was fucking great. Um, Georges was next. I, I do love that she came out. I believe it was like, like, hey, you bitches. And kind of Bosco's. And then, and Bosco made the call. He goes, if you didn't like my clothes, wait till you see hers. <laughs> fucking, I did love Georges's hair though. Those like. Oh, it was cute. She high really pigtails. Good. They were fucking oh my god I ripped that wig right off her fucking head she looks uh, so good she always looks so good and I actually kind of wanted her to like at least like kind of succeed here but then like when she's kind of like she had already kind of earlier in the episode been like kind of expressing how she's just like exhausted and over it yeah she keeps getting served up um challenges Chalance Knowles that aren't her fucking cup of jizz. So excuse me. Mm. She's just kind of <laughs> like you see her at one point. Because they do and if you watch the previous seasons in Roast and you know that they, they kind of do a pre-walkthrough with a guest judge who's a comedian and the they give them kind of tips and tricks and points and this works, this doesn't work. Yeah. And the 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 tip for Georges was act like you're talking to your homegirls. Like if they think you're funny and they're laughing, act like you're talking to your friends. Georges is still struggling to take her her star quality and put it into everything. And she even admits to that in this episode. Yeah, so Georges did not well. 
do we think she could see the writing on the wall? Like, do you think, because like, we've, we've commented on this before. Like there's everyone, like at least once a season, probably more. There's like, a usually like you can get the sense that like, this queen can see the writing on the wall. Production's kind of like, you know, you're going to go home, bitch. Pack your shit. Well, I mean, every season, I think every season the girls can kind of see the writing on the wall in terms of it's not really a lot of shocking elimination. Yeah. Like maybe the bottom may be shocking, like just for the shock TV factor, but who goes home, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. And with Georges, you can kind of see if she makes it this episode, she's probably not going to make it the next one. Oh, like, I, I almost feel like last week's episode was like the episode where it was like, bitch, you're just scraped by. Like, pack your shit. We're sending you home, hooker. And then they were like, oh, we're doing a roast challenge. And she's just probably just like... Well, I'm gonna pack up these wigs because um, I'm not using them this week and uh, fucking save me probably 45 minutes. Yeah, you can definitely kind of like, yeah, because during the time of they're writing their jokes and all the and after the the tips, all the girls are kind of like reinvigorated to some degree. George's was just dead. <laughs> Georges was just like laying on like this little that I would call it what like an ottoman. Oh, it's where it's where she oh. always lays and looks like just like someone's cat. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like all the girls are around their work. It's kind of like bag of chips in UK versus the world. Everybody else is working really hard, and she's just there lying down. Yeah, but Baga was lazy. I think this girl was just like, fuck, they're fucking sending me home. What the fuck am I here? What, what am defeated. I doing this for? She's just defeated. Uh, then, third, wow, we talked a lot about Georges. <laughs> then we got Willow Pill. Willow Pill. Um, fucking great. Again, another one that was like, and she was like a little uncomfortable about this. Yeah, she's like, I'm a, I'm an observant comedy queen. I'm not a roast queen. But um, I feel like this is almost like a Sasha Velour situation where like the intellectual humor, if done right, can really play well in the roast. Because Sasha did yeah. really fucking good in the roast. She had people laughing, and she was yeah, also but- like, "This is not my tea." Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the challenges for Sasha. Um, in her season, we're kind of like, this is a little bit outside of my comfort zone, but I can pull this off. It's, yeah. I feel it's kind of the same with Willow. Well, they're both, like, very intellectual, and, like, their drag has, like, even like even specific looks will have, like, a very specific point of view from head to toe. Yeah. They're both, She's like, high concept. Queen. Yeah, they're both high concept queens, so... Uh, but I think now, like, come on, now we've had two high cons, like high conceptually queens come in and actually do really well in the roast. I think it says yeah, something. In- <laughs> intellectual humor can definitely pair really well with the roast. Well, because Rue likes, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's intellectual or not. If you can fit in a reference or something like that or make any, 
as long as you make Root laugh, it doesn't fucking matter. It's the same thing with Snatch Game, too. The whole point of, like, a roast or any comedy challenge on the show is make the judges make Rue laugh. Yeah. Just make Rue fucking laugh. That's literally all she cares about. She's sitting there in her sweats. She popped her tuck. <laughs> it's fine. She's a I wouldn't fucking sit there tucked for fucking as many hours as those girls stand. I think I'd rather stand, actually. <laughs> oh, I, I I agree. If I had to tuck, I was like, nope, can't take a shortcut. Thank you. That's what I mean. Like, would you want to sit on your balls for six hours of filming? Fuck that. I'd be untucking, too. Like, the heels oh, yeah. would be off. The, the balls would be out. Like, <laughs> hey, nope, not doing it. I paid yeah. my dues. Yeah, I'd be like, I looked pretty on the runway. How much can the camera see of accident? Okay, that's as much as we're gonna be fucking uncomfortable. That's like, but like, this is totally off topic. But hey, we we finally got off topic. Um, when I was there doing you go. those consistently consistent. When I was doing those pictures last Sunday that I was taking, huh. I was like talking to my husband. And I was like, oh my god, this is so comfortable. He's like, why? I was like, because all I am in is like a face and a wig and a bra. I was like, this is so comfortable. I was like, it's like. <laughs> Drag is so much more comfortable, you know, to put on like fucking heels and like fucking pantyhose and pads and a dress and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Those pictures came out really good too. It's fucking great. We'll have to, we'll have some of those pictures posted uh, when this episode's released. I have a whole Mm -hmm. bunch to send you. I've done, oh my God, you're going to have like your pick because like I did. I've done way more than I actually originally planned on doing. I've already released more than I planned on doing. So, yeah, you'll have your pick of the litter. Nice. To post, yeah. Should be fun then. Okay, so we got Willow. After Willow was... Angie. Miss Angeria. Paris Van Michaels. Michael. And what do we think of her set? Okay, well, I'm... girl um she ordered taco bell after she heard i had taco bell Uh, (laughs) um so i actually thought okay so i wouldn't say angeria was actually like the funniest person in terms of like the like her jokes that she wrote but that mother it's okay you can go answer your door (laughs) but that fucking bitch just like so conversational. It's like she's just like talking to the judges casually for some reason. Like I don't know how the fuck Angeria can get on stage and just make it seem like she's having a straight up conversation with the judges, like she's known them for thirty fucking years. Well, that's kind of like what I liked about her set. It was very much like she she looked like she was relaxed and comfortable and played it off really well. Yeah. Like it was just she wasn't saying the funniest shit, but I was still laughing. And I knew yeah, that she wasn't, wasn't saying the funniest shit. <laughs> yeah, it was more like wow, her comfort level is so good that it just makes you re- made you kind of like, okay, she may got some actual jokes in there. Yeah. I like I almost feel like if they had given her just a straight up comedy challenge, she could have actually probably won. Yeah, she did have some decent jokes in there too. 
because I think if it didn't have to be like a roast where it's supposed to be cutting and like a little degrading and you, like you know what I mean a little mean spirited yeah I, I think if it was just like her telling jokes and tr- being funny she would win because her fucking charisma on that stage is like those girls should be scared of that shit <laughs> well she's a pageant queen but like you can't learn what she has. No, that ease oh, and like poise on on the stage and that comfort of her taking up the space. Yeah, you can't teach that. Yeah, like she was uh, that entire stage, that entire runway, one hundred percent. Yeah, she was. I would didn't even give a fuck about the podium. While she was up, I can't even remember really thinking about the podium while she was up. I just remember being like, "She's not even that funny. Why am I laughing?" <laughs> I don't mean that in a mean way at all. Like it was no, fucking I know brilliant, but it's just like, no, I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just kind of like Bosco okay. was hysterical. Like she was saying fucking hilarious shit, and I was almost laughing as much at Angie as I did at Bosco. Like that's just how smooth that bitch is <laughs> yeah that's definitely a talent that you can't teach no absolutely not like she's just she's got she's there for a reason she's got that like something special and she knows how to just bring it into everything even if it's not something she knows how to do or is comfortable doing she's doing what Georges is being told to do yeah, and Georges does have that talent in in him too. Oh fuck like, yeah! Like she Daya has Betty, that quality. Diabetti commenting on her during the um, lip sync challenge when she's like, "I've only gotten to see you do that from behind, and now that I've gotten to watch from the front, holy shit, I am a Georges stan." Yeah. Like so, like even the other girls that didn't get it, they watched her lip sync and they were like. Oh. And I, I've never actually really thought about that. They only get to see it from the back. Yeah, so I, I it's interesting. I would love to go to like a viewing party where the girls are actually, like one of the girls actually in attendance and hear them talk about it. Because they're watching that episode essentially for the first time. It's super fun. Um, what was it? I went to one with Aja during her not her all-star season but her original season um and I think it was actually the Valentina not knowing her words episode (laughs) and um oh yeah it was fucking beautiful and then Aja was like bitch she knew fucking greedy everyone knows that fucking song especially at that time she's like even if they hadn't fucking picked it as a song to do on the show everyone knew that fucking song she read that bitch to filth. <laughs> and then she performed Greedy as one of her numbers. I shit you not. <laughs> that is how shady she is. Um, shout out to Aja. Love her. Uh, love, love Aja. She's yeah, not she... part of the house of Labeja. Yeah. Aja also has Pokemon tattoos. When I met her, we were like, oh my God, we have Pokemon tattoos. We're fucking twins. Aww. Now everyone has Pokemon tattoos, but back then. Not back then. Yeah, not back then. They weren't common. So that was that was a fun little moment. But yeah, go to a watching party if you can 
ever go to one it's super fun i've only gone to one but like you get some interesting tidbits about like what's going on like a, like behind it like backstage and shit yeah cool yeah because they right, get so drunk after... and just say whatever <laughs> oh i'm looking forward to that all right so after Nigeria, we have isn't it deja or diet okay, we'll i thought you wrote down the order I did, but then we said two different names, and there's well, we said the two names switched, and now I'm confused and don't know if I got it right. So, well, I don't think it really matters. So let's let's do Deja. Um, I don't. Hold on, one second. I can come up with the perfect thing for Deja. Just let me do a thing. Hey guys, Matt here. I'm here to talk to you about my personal favorite weed delivery service, Suburbs Canada. They have amazing products. They have everything you could possibly need for your marijuana needs, edibles, concentrates, flowers, even CBD products. I personally love the flower. I order it out all the time. I just got a new order today. Um, So if you actually use our link in the description for the podcast today, you can go on and save yourself some money and if you use the code be superb you'll get a free eighth just with your first order they also give you a free joint every single time you order how can you go wrong so the website is suburbscanada.store that's s-u-p-h-e-r-b-s canada.store and go get yourself some fine marijuana products only available in canada must be legal age to purchase That's what Deja did. She fucking blew herself up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> she even yeah. talked about bombing. She was bombing so bad. Deja was one of those where she's just like, oh, poor baby. She started with the joke they explicitly told her not to start with. Oh my God. Yeah. They were like, you're in dad joke country. Don't. And don't do this joke and don't do that joke. And she did all of them. Every yep. fucking single one of them. Yeah, she's like, well, I found them funny. Like, okay. Okay. Um, n- now's not the time to be defiant, girl. Like, <laughs> I think that's all we need to say about Deja. She just bombed. It was bad. Like, I literally kind of feel bad for the girl. Like, I feel bad for her. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, I actually did not think that she was, like, I thought she would be safe. Like, I legitimately was like, you know what? She's pretty funny. Like, she's got some good clips here and there in the confessional and stuff like that. She's got some really good jokes when the the girls are doing, like, mirror chat. She's usually one of those people that, like, says the joke to, like, break up the seriousness and, like, get everyone laughing. So it's like, oh, you know, she's... I wasn't even worried about Deja. Like, she wasn't on my radar for, like, oh, this could be a problem. And then we saw her read through, and I was like, okay, she'll change that shit. It's Deja. She, she's not stupid. 
she's shown herself to actually like you know what i mean like take the notes not be stupid and then she just decided to not take any of the notes for the first time this season like she, when she, she should have taken all the notes in the world. Yeah, she's like she's taken their makeup notes. She's taken their constructive criticism, and she's worked with it. And like, I don't know why this time it just didn't register with her. Yeah. Like, so, I don't believe she thought good. she was that funny. I don't believe she thought she was that funny. There's no way. I'm trying to give her more credit than this. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, like, I this just, I wasn't a fan of her from the beginning, and you can go back and listen to the episodes and fucking find that, quote me on it, but, like, here's the thing. I wasn't a fan of the beginning, and I've come around, and she's done a lot better, and she's proven why she should be here at this point. She won fucking Snatch Game. I know by default, but, like, she actually was decently funny at Snatch Game. It would have been better if people around her were funny, but, like, I did not expect this. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, um, I think I just feel bad for her. Yeah, honestly, like Deja, you're funnier than this. We love you. So now we have Diabetti. Diabetti. Um. Okay, so like I watched this episode when it aired, and then I watched this episode again before recording, and um, okay. I don't remember this this set still. <laughs> She, Daya was one of those like it wasn't great that you laughed your ass off it wasn't bad to be considered a bomb it was just meh and like I think that has something to do with the fact that like Angie was so like easy and like oh yes I just want to listen to her talk forever and then I had to deal with like how uncomfortable Deja was and then like after uh, Daya was Camden and Camden was fucking hysterical so it's just like got lost in the mix kind of yeah I think Deja was kind of like Daya it kind of played against her (laughs) it's a fucking tongue twister Daya Deja Daya Deja Daya Deja Daya Deja Daya Deja (laughs) okay so suffice to say Daya and Deja did not do well yeah, I like I'm still trying like I've been trying to remember it as we talk about it because I'm like come on come on Ivy you can remember something you've got something in there and like no my stoner brain's got a fucking zip uh so Camden and then we have lost this Camden <laughs> now Camden did have some flops in there um I thought okay so I know they shit on that whole echo joke, but like I'm just gonna say from like me and my household that we, while we were watching this episode, we were fucking cracking up at those punchlines, especially the fucking it's Britney bitch. <laughs> that one was funny, but yeah, it was one of those <laughs> where she had some flops, but overall, like her ease on the microphone, her ease telling the jokes was pretty good. Yeah, like, actually, because I'm looking at the order right now, and, like, even if Deja and Dyer are are in the wrong spots, they're still in the right area of the show. Yeah. The beginning, the middle, 
and the end was just like air. <laughs> just comedy air. Just beautiful, hilarious, funny. Yeah. And comfortable. Because even when Camden wasn't like, like bust a gut funny, I was still like, yeah, girl, keep telling me shit. Yeah, it was one of those that's like, okay, I got, I get where you're coming from. I like it. Keep talking. Oh, well, I think I just had a flashback to Daya's set. She had really long-winded <laughs> jokes. I think so. I think, was it Michelle made a comment? I don't know if it was about Camden, Daya, or Deja. But she, was, but she made a comment at, like, the more they're trying to, they know the joke is failing, the more they try to add into it to make it funny. Yeah. And it's like uh, rambling. So. Get sometimes, like, especially with, like, because they, what, get, like, maybe five minutes and then it gets edited down, right? Maybe ten minutes and then edited down. You gotta, like, yeah, think, I like, wonder how long they are actually given. You gotta get your fucking jokes in. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get two jokes in because you spent so long explaining them. Yeah. And that's the thing that's been, like, the, the one thing that they say every year they do the roast. It's like, if you gotta explain it. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was trying to actually Thank find you some guys. I, sorry, she just walked right into my house and started screaming at me. Could you believe that? <laughs> RuPaul, get out of my house. You are not allowed to be here. I am working. I'm sorry about that, everyone. RuPaul just sometimes comes into my house and screams at me. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, but they, they, the one thing they do always say is if you gotta explain your joke, it ain't funny. And don't use it. Yeah, it's almost like the same on the runway. Like, if you have to explain the look, don't just don't wear it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great segue to talking about the runway look. Oh my god, I. Oh, it was the too, 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 too much. Oh, uh, and I, I love this because of Camden being an actual ballerina. I. So, okay. I feel like I'm you last week, but this week. Um, this runway was very hit and miss. Some girls misunderstood that tutu is not tool. Mm-hmm. A tutu I is mean, like a structured type of garment. Right. So I'm the first, I think who was it the first person that hit the runway? Was it Bosco? Bosco. Okay. I think this was kind of an ingenious play on the challenge from Bosco's perspective. I fucking, um, when she came out, I was like, actually me and my husband were fucking just like, wow. Um, it was beautiful. Like- it was full fucking head to toe concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the curl was, was split. Like the the details were on point. I, I also have confirmation that she was that was Marco Marco. Ooh, nice. Yes. Marco Marco is awesome. Yes, designer. Marco Marco does a lot. He he did a lot of Gottmix looks. 
actually. Oh, he got Mick are like very much like a good good friend, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, um, well, because Willem lives um, essentially like beside his studio, so she sees a lot of um, a lot of happenings, a lot of happenings of what the girls are doing before they go for filming if they're getting the looks by Marco Marco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so after Bosco was Jorgen. Yes, sure. In I need to pull very, up this one way. I'm like... I'm, I'm pulling... I have it up. That's why I can tell you. I know, but like I I can't even see what these hookers look like. Well, Georges looks very much like Madonna in the 80s, early part of her career. Like a little blue... Like a little blue... I think it's blue tool dress with a, mo- with a motorcycle jacket and like a biker cap. Definitely not a tutu dress. Definitely not a tutu dress. (laughs) Okay, my my video's catching up slowly. Luckily, these videos are really quick and they don't show you that much. It can, I guess it can kind of pass for a tutu, but no. Um, okay, yeah, the like shitty grease look. Yeah. Yeah, I see this. I see this mess. After that is a uh, Willow. Willow Pill, and um, so I still, I don't know if this is too too, but like the judges, I pissed all over my floor, happy for this look. So, oh, the, <sighs> the, I don't quite think it fits the brief, but the look is stunning. Absolutely, uh, Angeria did not wear tutus. She's like, I got multiple tutus. No, you got fucking tool on a dress, girl. But the color is, like Rob says, the one thing I love about the color, it's not meant to be worn by any person. God never meant to be worn by anyone. Diabetti did a nice... But it is beautiful. ...tutu look, and she's a fucking giant. So, like, I kind of like this look because it it literally made her look like a mythical fucking creature. Oh yeah, Daya did a very, very much a ballerina type of tutu, like very classic tutu. Yeah, and then with the big crown and the really tall shoes and like the lots of like exposure, she just like she, she looked, looked like, like something out of fucking Harry Potter. Like yeah, she did, and I love the look. I love the thing. Then we have Deja. Deja. De- this was not a good week for Deja. It's a really bad prom dress. Yeah. She's worn better flowy things. It's not a tool. It's tool. It's not a tutu. Yes. 100%. That's 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 the other issue here. It's not a tutu at all. It is a don't do <laughs> Sorry. Um, then was we a have... bad fucking joke, but thank you for laughing at it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Trish. <laughs> That's why I love you. <sighs> now we have the goddess. The of this runway. The Camden. <laughs> I, I'm you sorry, know what? But I, she this, didn't come out this episode, in point, and I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I will say I am a little disappointed she didn't fully embrace because the fucking tutu 
and the ballerina costume because it is a ballerina costume. This is oh my what they wear. God, she was like a crystallized goddess. It's so beautiful. And like her movements and the flow of everything. I just wish, I'm with you. I wish she would have pulled the Brooklyn Heights and come out on point. Fucking after a night of hooking, her trick killed her, threw, set her on fire, threw her into a dumpster, <laughs> and she came out this gorgeous crystallized ballerina. <laughs> um, no, but that was that like, so and I think I've, I've heard somewhere Camden. I don't know if it was, it was in the actual episode that when Camden went, they like, started doing ballet. This is what she always wanted to wear. Oh yeah, no, no. I think she did say that in the confessional but like even if she didn't who wouldn't want to wear that fucking thing i want to wear that yeah it's a beautiful outfit it's a beautifully structured uh ballerina costume and the hair is right the makeup is on point the shoes are cute i just wish she would have pulled the brooklyn heights and come out what was it that she did? Was it on the fin- the finale where she came out in heels? Where it, was... it looked like she was in heels and she ripped them off and she was on point the whole time? It was in the finale and then she also did a runway on point. Yeah, I wish she would have done an, a, this on point because that just would have given it the extra wow factor. Um, And then, fuck, that was... Uh, the, the girls got some decent comments. It was very... Okay, so like, up until Rue said what was going to happen, it was very clear who was in the bottom two. Like, I felt like that was not up for debate, especially like based on the critique. It was very like, so Deja no. and Georges, you fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was pretty much like, Daya, you didn't if you're do not Deja either. and Georges, you're safe. Yeah, like it was kind of a. Uh, kind of aggressive um it was very obvious who was gonna be in the bottom and (laughs) in the bottom we ended up with a three-way lip sync two sachet one stayed and it was deja georges and daya wasn't it yeah okay i'm actually i'm curious to know um when you because rue didn't say it right away that there would be one person shantaying and two people sashaying so I'm curious because I know what, how like we reacted in my house initially and I won't, I'm curious about whether our reactions before Rue said something were the same or not and accurate. Mm-hmm. So when before Rue said anything and she said the three of you are up for elimination, did your brain immediately go two of these bitches are going home? My brain went to kind of like Deja in trouble. Okay. So you were like, That's two of these girls to. are probably staying. Yeah, I was like, okay, they're probably going to lip sync knowing Rue and knowing how the season's been lasting for 55 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, It started probably, two years ago on a whim. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those probably two are going to stay, one's going to go. I'm like, okay, Dave's in trouble because Daya and Georges are lip syncers. Yeah, and like, Daya proved it on the lip sync episode that she can, she can fucking do a show. 
they've proved it like nobody's business so I'm like okay Deja's going home and then when when she said two are going and one staying I'm like it's Deja and then it's either Georgia's or Daya and knowing Rue's affinity for Georgia's probably Daya mm-hmm. okay so what would you guys think Oh, I instantly screamed two of these bitches are going home. Uh, straight up. <laughs> straight up. She couldn't even finish the fucking statement before I looked at my husband. I was like, two of these girls are going home tonight. Yeah, I kind of... Like, before this episode aired, there was like something circling around that I shared with you. That the tickets for the finale and the finale's coming up this month. Yep, April 22nd. So it In was kind of like, <laughs> so we're kind of like, okay, something has to change. Like two girls have to go home. One of them has got to be injured. So one of them, something's got to happen to clear the, the pack quickly. Mm-hmm. So when Rue said two are going, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But what if the gear was wrong on that invitation you got? And um, they were just going to like bring another 14 girls into the season next week. You you and I were talking about this before recording. Like I have drag race fatigue at this point. It's like drag race. It's like drag race UK versus the world. Uh, drag race fourteen. It's um now it's drag race España, drag race Philippines and France. I'm like okay, I, I if, if that would have happened. I would have tapped out. I'm like, I'm not watching anymore. Uh, I do ha- can have the podcast to her to herself. Oh, wow, try. Uh, I do. I do have a suggestion for where to go after this because there's actually no All Star slated to come up anytime soon. At least not in the next month or so. Um, oh, thank after, God. but there's España. Yeah, we're not going to touch that. What I was thinking about doing was covering. Mm season two of Drag Race Thailand you know I actually haven't had a good chance to watch it because while Present didn't have it when it was airing they do now so I'm, I'd be happy to like watch and comment on it because yeah we could do it week by week Pangina Heel Stand and yeah. Thai Drag is amazing yeah I, so that's what I was thinking we can go next but I'm done. We're just okay. getting distracted again. Um, okay, so I have the lip sync. What, what, what was the lip sync song? One second. They tell you, but I'm just like, I have to. Oh, God, RuPaul, get out of my house, bitch. I told you to fucking leave. This bitch just can't leave. I think she just went to the bathroom. I don't think she actually left. Oh, God. How dare do she? We need to call the, do we need to call the Royal Mounted Police? Absolutely. I need Mounties here ASAP. This woman is just like breaking and entering using the facilities without permission. So it's good for you <laughs> by Olivia Rodriguez. Um, oh, okay. That's right. Gets, that's right. When it gets to like the pickup, I'll like play a, a little bit that I can't get a suit for. Um, <laughs> or demonetized for <laughs> this is definitely a Daya song though like I, I think it's like it one, is 100% obvious 
George's. It, it could be a, it could be a George's song if it was like a remix or something. But it's a Daya tune of one hundred. What I just played for you. Did you hear it? I'll be quiet. I'll oh. be quiet. You can play it to oh, our audience I'll go here. Back. I'll go back. It's just like the chorus. It's like the only part of the song I know. Oh my God, husband, stop texting me. Everyone knows this song. Yeah. Okay. We all know that song. Yeah. Um, it's on the we radio all, like all the it. time. We like oh. it. It's a, it's a little bop. Yeah, it's a bop. We stand. My husband actually hadn't wasn't really familiar with it. And he's like, oh, I like this song. Um, even he thought it was a bop. And he's really picky about music. He hates most of my music. Uh, <laughs> I listen to fucked I, I listen to weird music and Willem and shit. So like, he likes the Willem, but like mm-hmm. some of the other stuff, not so much. Okay. Um, so overall, like decent lip sync. Um, George's phoned it in. George's was like, bitch, uh, my 16 wigs are packed. Like... <laughs> Well, George, I wouldn't say necessarily phoned it in. I think she, um, it was just one of those. I've listened X amount of times. Like, I know how it's going to go. Five times. Five times at this point in one yeah. season. Yeah, I think she, well, I, I'll have to, I'm going to back up and eat my words. She did phone it in, but it wasn't more so like she didn't want to say. It was more so like you talked about. She saw the writing on the wall. Like I've lip synced five times. I've pretty much given everything I can. They keep giving me the same critiques. I'm done. She it, she did her she did the closing brunch number. Yeah. 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 She was there. She entertained you, but she wasn't like Boston. No, it's one of those. It's like the second song in a brunch set was just like. The girls are tired. They've already used about half of their energy reserves. You're already half. You're already shit faced. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. that. Okay, um, so that was that just giant all out. Oh, especially all in out. this, this outfit too. Oh, she just like it yeah. was impossible not to look at her. She was a fucking giant compared to the other two. Oh no, she slayed. And then we have. Deja. Yeah, Deja was just. I, also, I think at this point, Deja saw the writing on the wall. I think so too. And I, and at this point, I'm just like, did your girls win any of the competitions you choreographed? Yeah, that's that's to be debated. I think. And I'm not because saying I'm debating for I her. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of someone's like, gonna have to come up with facts and shit to debate her, her why her should be, that statement to be true. Yeah, the validity. Yeah, I'm just like you're a seamstress. You claimed you're a seamstress. Yeah, a lot of your outfits could have been easily fixed. You are a cheer coach and a like, so you have to have some dance background. Uh, where was that on display at any point during the season? Yeah, no. Okay. Right. It never came. So, I think it was so in another so suitcase. In, 
and it, it just got lost yeah. in the flight. I think she flew on Spirit Airlines to go oh, to LA, fuck. and they just lost her luggage. Drag Race is only paying for Spirit Airlines. Damn. I mean, like I had to book well, my I had to book my flights with the discount airline, but um, I decided I'm to not. um. Okay, so I was fortunate enough that um, a new budget airline just launched in Western Canada, and they're doing some American runs nice. too. Um, but the other budget airline that's current op- currently operating in Canada is like brutal, especially like for the flight that like I'm taking from Calgary to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose to go with this new airline. Now, fingers crossed, um, the flights were reasonable. Very reasonable, actually. Um, the only thing, like, I'm just gonna bring, like, a knapsack because I'm literally just like I'm gonna be there for 24 hours, essentially. You're gonna bring like an overnight bag kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm not even bringing like a proper carry-on. Okay, so then no drag. No, no drag unless I have money to pay for a carry-on extra. Like, no, but I don't think I'm gonna do that because. Okay, I would honestly, if if it's a, a not a trusted airline. I would do it. Yeah, so like they're a rebranded airline that used to do more like um like like Alberta, just like within Alberta and stuff like that, and I think like a little bit up to the north. Okay. Um so yeah, I'm hoping that this goes well. They're I shit you not, their first like official flight was today. <laughs> Uh, I will keep you in my prayers and hope you come back safe. I mean, okay, I feel like this, like, I, I, looking at it this way, like, well, everyone knows I was, that, everyone knows okay, that, fine. yeah, everyone knows that Flair is trash already and they don't seem to care. So I'm wondering if, like, because this company's new and Flair's already trash, like, it would be wise of them to actually try and be better than Flair because then they could just steal all of their business. <laughs> Do you get a pilot? I believe you do get a pilot. Whether they're licensed or not, I don't know. Okay, because I was going to say at least um, some... Because some um, Nicole has got at least one of the jokes. And it's like, she's gone on spirit and like, they, she's like, you can't take a nap because just when you fall asleep, it's like, it's your turn to fly the plane. <laughs> That's so fucking terrifying. It uh, is. I mean, it's only an hour. It's an hour and thirty minute flight. Like it, like it, literally. Like the only reason it takes so long to fly there is because that you have to go over the mountains. So, like from what I understand, it's actually one of like the higher elevation flights that you can take in the world. Is flying over the Rocky Mountains from, like from Eastern Canada into Vancouver. Okay. Cause like here, let's look up the, uh, oh my God, do you wanna, you're gonna get to hear me cry on this podcast. Um, so Calgary elevation. Okay, so yeah. I currently reside at 1,045 meters above sea level, okay? Okay. I love it, it's great. The air's thin, I live. Uh, so then there's Vancouver 
it's 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 at sea level. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to really adjust. Um, I'm gonna be sick for the first two hours I get there, which is what happened last time. I felt really sick because my body is just not capable of handing like it's just not used to that much oxygen period and while like I've had to get like tests done and my body runs it like it does usually have like a 96 to 100% oxygen right it's like I'm still I'm used to a different oxygen concentration in the air (laughs) right so when I go down to like lower elevations especially like sea level straight up there is so much oxygen in the air also if you stop smoking a cigarette in Vancouver for more than like 30 seconds it might go out (laughs) okay then there's just so much moisture in the fucking air you're just like right on the Pacific Ocean (laughs) okay but I get to go to the beach Woohoo! I love the ocean, Trish. <laughs> oh yeah, did we yeah. say who went I, home? <laughs> <laughs> I think we we ended up getting there. Okay, so consistent <laughs> was it consistently inconsistent and rambling. So in the end, <laughs> it was Georges and Deja who who went home. pack your bags, bitch. <laughs> you need help so packing, had- queen. So we had what two weeks with no girls going home. Now we have a double Merrimack. One week with two girls going home. Someone on production is uh, doing the math. Oh that yeah. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of queens going home, I think that, that is a good note for us to end on this week. I mean, probably a good idea because I probably would have ranted about how I'm excited to go see the ocean for like a good. 25 more minutes so yeah no, we'll talk about that on the next episode but <laughs> rambled on enough for this podcast today oh trish you keep me in check bless your heart <laughs> well you, you keep me in check too so i love that we balance each other out do i just get really stoned before we do this i don't like again off topic i don't care if we're doing it um if you've ever listened to um ebony and irony <laughs> Lady Bunny just, oh my God, please do. Because Lady Bunny just eats edibles before it. And it's just like, it's exactly like you and me. Monet's like, bitch, we need to talk about this. And then like Lady Bunny is just stoned and rambling about nonsense. And like, it's very us. It's very us. One of us has to be sober. (laughs) If I'm always stoned, technically I'm sober. I've been stoned every day since I was 14 years old. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I unfortunately have to get back to real life, which means okay. nine-hour work days. Well, yeah, I have to do that tomorrow, so I feel you. Well, it was right, lovely well, to catch up and dish drag race with me, even though it fatigues you greatly. Oh, and talking to you never fatigues me. Having to watch drag race sometimes. Like, at this point, we've said it before, I am not touching Espana. Nope. <laughs> I'm done. I tap out on that one. I, I Nope. 
after doing what is it UK versus the world and was it all stars or no it was UK versus the world and this season mm-hmm. at, we're doing nope, them at the I'm same time yeah. I am not pulling double duty nope nope I nope. quit I resign okay one one show at a time from now on <laughs> well I don't mind certain shows it's just like UK versus the world was worth it yeah. To full double duty. España, if it was standalone, I would say it's worth it because the drama on the first episode was good. But, mm-mm. nope. Now we'll just go to Thailand. We'll take a trip yeah. to Thailand. Yes, I'm all for that. I'll Photoshop a picture of us in my hammock in Thailand. <laughs> Oh, take the hammock to Thailand. To share those pictures. I've can't been taking the hammock everywhere this week. Um, <laughs> that's been like the theme. She really this week. has. Where, where have she I been really taking has my taken it everywhere. Instead of where's Waldo, it's where's Ivy with the hammock. Seriously, it's my vacation hammock, and I take it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, right. we really are going to go ahead and say goodbye. Uh, always remember to. Uh, follow the podcast like it subscribe to it uh give us a rating on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast um fuck this feel is long um get me at mad, mad, uh, at madam ivy drip on instagram um our socials are at intercontinental kiki email us at intercontinental kiki at gmail.com trish is passion for drag correct yes we are all over social media look and on emails looking forward to your comments your your ratings your likes your questions so hit us up and yeah we'll see you next saturday all right bye guys bye